This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 205. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthier plant-based lifestyle. I am your host, Vicki. And I'm Larissa. A visit to the doctor's office, even for a routine exam or procedure, can be intimidating. It's easy to forget that although doctors have the benefit of years of medical training, they may not always take the time to listen or may not understand the things that are important to you, their patient. There is often a delicate balance between receiving quality care from medical professionals and practicing good self-care. So in this episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, we're going to focus on why it is important for you to be an advocate for your own health, and we're going to share some ways to do this. And I've mentioned in the past that when I was a youngster, I pretty much took everything my doctor said as actual fact and face value, and it was that was just it, the way it was. And as I've grown older, I've learned to, of course, still respect that advice, but to temper that with my own uh, education, my own feeling of my own body, and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But before we get into our main topic, we have a new rating. Yes, we do. So this is from Philippe in Canada, who says, love the chill vibe. This is an awesome podcast for anyone looking to learn more about living a plant-based lifestyle. Vicki and Larissa have a great way of getting across all kinds of information in an easy-to-digest format. Great for newbies or longtime vegans. Keep up the great work, ladies. Thank you, Philippe. We appreciate that uh, review. That helps people to find us on iTunes. So thank you so much for your support, sir. Thank you. All right. Are we ready to get into our main topic? Sure. So, okay. So the first thing that you need to do, um, whether you're a vegetarian, a vegan, uh, you know, you eat mostly plant-based and any, any of those, you need to educate yourself first. So that means uh, knowing the benefits of a plant-based diet. And some of those are uh, to that it helps to fight obesity. And this is because most plant-based foods are nutrient-dense and high in fiber. And plants contain healthy fats as opposed to, you know, the saturated fats in meat. And How about it products. can? Can. Assuming you don't. Um, override that with a lot of processed foods like sometimes we tend to do yes oh yeah no a a balanced diet (laughs) yeah a balanced whole food to me the processed food aspect was harder than giving up meat yeah really i mean that because you get so addicted to not only the taste of some of the processed food but the convenience Convenience, of it right that's it yeah all right so another another benefit of a plant-based diet is that it can or may help to prevent diabetes. And the this is because the saturated fats in meat can cause insulin resistance. And what that means is that it prevents the body from using insulin to regulate your blood sugar levels, uh, which will end up, you know, cause you to end up with, with diabetes. So studies have shown that a plant-based diet can improve insulin sensitivity, help with weight loss, and reduce blood sugar. All which will help to can help to prevent diabetes or control it if you do have diabetes. Yeah, and that's one thing. Larissa was diagnosed with diabetes several years ago before we became vegetarians. And while she is still considered a diabetic, 
it is for the most part i will say she is still somewhat sugar addicted Mm self-admittedly uh it is under control in the sense that she's not taking medication for it. She mm-hmm. is not so outrageously high that she has to take medication for it. Right. I, I still say that dairy milk was that, that uh, dairy milk. Well, yeah, dairy milk. There's different yeah. types of milks. The dairy milk was what contributed a lot to it oh, being yeah. out of control There's at one point. There's a lot of sugar mm-hmm. in milk. Right. Yeah. And, and fat. Um, all right. So another benefit of a plant-based diet is that it uh, can help to lower high blood pressure and uh, cholesterol, which is, of course, good for your heart if you can get those numbers down. All right. Uh, then another uh, way to educate yourself is to know the concerns that other people have, uh, namely doctors, but you know, family and friends as well, about a plant-based diet and also how to address these concerns. Yeah, because if you're talking to your doctor and he or she says, well, you need iron, so you can only get that from, I wouldn't say they would say you can only get it, but mm-hmm. if they try to really push meat on you because uh, they're insinuating even that that's how you're, you need to get mm-hmm. your iron, Knowing that you can get iron from plant-based sources is one way that you kind of have that in your back pocket. And it's not to necessarily start an argument, Mm -hmm. but it's so you know yourself what is valid and what isn't. And it might even make you consider whether you need another doctor Mm -hmm. because maybe they have some outdated uh, beliefs that are not going to line up with where you are and what your goals are for yourself. Right, exactly. That's very true. Uh, And we'll talk about uh, how to find a a plant-friendly doctor uh, in a little bit. But uh, I think we left out, and ours is plant-friendly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. She didn't. She doesn't have any concerns with that. No. Mm -mm. Uh, So, uh, some of the concerns that we were mentioning a minute ago: uh, getting enough protein is probably the number one. You know, Um, so to counter that, just make sure that you know some of the sources of plant-based protein and also ensure that you're getting enough of them. So when you go in to see your doctor, uh, your doctor says, well, you need to be eating meat, you know, because you need to get enough protein. You can say, aha, but, <laughs> but there are nuts and seeds, yes. legumes, dairy and eggs. If you're not vegan, asparagus, potatoes, broccoli, spinach, ap- apricots, I almost said apricots, peaches, buckwheat, just to name a few. Uh huh. Right. So, you know, you just, you just need to be able to, to um, know that and explain that. Uh, the other one that you mentioned is getting adequate iron. That's right. Know that uh, there are non-meat sources of iron, like uh, certain legumes, grains, nuts and seeds, uh, certain vegetables, uh, blackstrap molasses. And uh, just one note about those, because they're not, I mean, I think, and I think I mentioned this in the last episode, not this one, but because there are two different types of iron, there's a uh, heme iron, which is found in meat and then non-heme iron, which is plant based. And the non-heme iron doesn't absorb as readily, but combining iron rich food um, plants with vitamin C can really help to absorb yeah, that. We've so, mentioned that in a previous yeah. podcast. I, I remember us talking about that. Right. Uh, so, uh, you know, other issues may be getting enough uh, vitamin B12. So be open. And in that case, be open to taking a supplement. Yeah. Uh, even if you don't take a lot of vitamins or supplements, that's one that you may need to take. And it's the same thing with vitamin D. Yeah. So greens and tofu are, are uh, higher in calcium, but 
with vitamin D. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, vitamin D and calcium. Mm-hmm. So greens and tofu are higher in calcium, but for vitamin D, you should be I mean, open to that yeah. as well. Yeah, especially if you're female and older. All right, so the next thing uh, to consider, let's talk about finding veg-friendly doctors. Now, for some specialties, it's really not that important. So, for example, I, I, it's really unlikely that your podiatrist is going to care <laughs> if you're a vegan or not. But um, doctors that are more likely to treat diet-associated conditions are ones uh, such as internists, gastroenterologists, endocrinologists, cardiologists, uh, pediatricians, obstetricians. So for for those types of specialties, you probably want to think about finding a doctor who's um, sympathetic, I guess. <laughs> uh, some of the ways to do that are to, the first thing that I would do is would be to ask for recommendations from your vegetarian and vegan friends who live in your area, if you have any. Uh, you may not have any if you're in a small town, um, so that's it's going to be a little bit harder for you. The other, another way to do this is to contact a local vegetarian society if you have one, and uh, they may be able to offer you suggestions or even have a list, which would be ideal. Yeah, and make a list of questions to ask on your first uh, your first visit to a new doctor, or even if you've had the same doctor for a while but you've never really talked about certain, um, you know, like your diet for whatever reason. I, it's I think some people get a little hesitant because they feel weird asking the doctor that but I mean they're it's your it's your yeah. they're in that ins- instance they're providing a service to you mm-hmm. and just like with anything else I mean if somebody was Larissa you do some freelance copy editing uh, if someone started asking you questions about your freelance copy editing you wouldn't get offended Mm-mm. I mean that they're hiring you to do something. And right. it's the same thing with doctors. We should we should feel more free to do so. And if your doctor has an issue with that or acts offended by that, then you That's probably need flag. to find another doctor. That's <laughs> exactly. a red flag right there. Yeah, right. Uh, all right. The next thing is, you, you know, you've educated yourself. Um, now educate your doctor. And this is not it's not a, a an opportunity to. I wouldn't take it as an opportunity to get up on a, a <laughs> vegetable <lecture>. soapbox <laughs> and and lecture. Yeah, I don't think that would go over very well. Um, but it's it's a good idea to probably explain your diet at your first meeting. And a lot of doctors at a first meeting, a good doctor should ask you, uh, you know, what kinds of what do you eat? What's mm-hmm. your diet like? What's your what are your habits? Do you smoke? All that stuff, right? So a good doctor will ask you that, but. If they don't be prepared to maybe provide a short outline listing of like the types of food that you eat, you don't eat, um, this allergies, allergies, definitely. And the last that I think, um, you know, and as long as your food choices are healthy, it's really not necessary that your doctors agree with them, but just that they respect them. That's, that's a great point. That's what you're looking for. That's a great point right there. Right. So don't feel like you have to defend your choices, but just be prepared to answer back with some basic questions. And remember, not all doctors are familiar with vegetarian or vegan diets, especially if they're not uh, vegetarian or vegan themselves Mm -hmm. or have any vegetarian or vegan patients. So it's really important. And hopefully he or she will be very open to what you what you provide to them, the information you provide to them. Right, right. Now, the the last Thing that you really need to do to be an advocate for your own 
health and your own health care is to take responsibility for your own care. I mean, you're not a doctor, you can't diagnose and treat yourself most of the time, but you can be responsible for kind of the direction that the your health takes to a degree. I mean, right. And so we've talked about not being afraid to ask questions. It's your health. So don't feel like you are not in a position to ask questions. Mm -hmm. You want to know when to get a second uh, opinion. So just be aware, though, not sometimes insurance companies don't like that and Mm -hmm. they won't pay for it. But you certainly are entitled to get someone else's opinion. Right. Right. Uh, You know, don't make sure you don't leave a doctor's appointment until you have a good understanding of any diagnoses, tests, or treatments that he or she is proposing. Uh, You know, the last thing you want to do is go for an x-ray and find out that it's actually a full body CAT scan. And, you know, the doctor just said scan. So you just assumed it was an x-ray. I mean, make sure you understand what your, your is going to happen. Uh, okay. Now, you know, it's funny as we talk about this kind of thing, it, it, it amazes me that for those people out there who have children, you would not hesitate to be very uh, ask these questions mm-hmm. to for your child. I mean, to really get in there and understand everything. But for ourselves, a lot of times we don't do the same thing, right? So I think it's so important that we treat ourselves like we would someone we loved that we were looking after. That we would advocate for ourselves the mm-hmm. same way we would for someone who was very close to us. Right. Absolutely. Uh, you know, if, if your doctor says something that you don't agree with or you're not sure about, I mean, again, you don't want to just kind of blow it off, but uh, that's, I think, where the second opinion can come in, mm-hmm. like you were talking about. So if your doctor is recommending, you know, a major procedure that's not an emergency, I mean, obviously, if they says you have appendicitis and you need to... Remove your appendix. You're <laughs> not going to say, second Let me opinion. Get a second opinion. <laughs> no. But if it's a, a non-emergency procedure, you know, you may want to get a second opinion. If you're concerned about the validity of a diagnosis, definitely, um, you know, if you feel you're not being heard by your doctor, it, and I've been to doctors like that before where you just feel like you're a number, you know, on their their calendar for the day and that's it. Yeah, I've got to share this story because I think it's really important uh, with respect to my sleep apnea. Mm -hmm. So I've been living with sleep apnea for about, what, 12, 13 years now, Mm -hmm. something like that. It was pretty much when you and I first got together Mm -hmm. that I started exhibiting signs of sleep apnea. And uh, when I first went to my doctor, I had no idea what was happening. I just knew that I wasn't sleeping well and that I would have this constant headache and uh, just tired just real tired just very much fatigued well he started sending me to all these specialists independent specialists and uh, i started to have kidney problems remember bladder Mm -hmm. kidney problems and um he sent me to all these independent specialists cardiologists neurologists endocrinologists all over and none of them could see anything that was wrong with me and finally i just googled all my symptoms and i know this isn't the ideal way for you know self-diagnosis you have to be really careful with that but i googled all my symptoms and the first thing that came up was sleep apnea and i went to him and i said i think this is what i have and he said well i don't know i don't think so but we'll go ahead and do a sleep study and and when we did a sleep study, I 
not only had sleep apnea, I had what they considered severe sleep apnea, meaning that I was stopping breathing in the middle of the night several times per minute, Mm -hmm. per minute. So when I got my sleep apnea machine, the very next day, all of my symptoms went away. And so did my doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because I felt he wasn't listening to me. And I had to really be insistent on having the sleep study because, uh, you know, but so it's important that when you get red flags like that, if they're not really listening to you or they just came kind of, he just seemed to be trying to make me go away mm-hmm. and he would send me to another specialist, another specialist, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah, that's when I switched. Right. Absolutely. So, um, two more things to mention, keep your own records. Uh, you know, I know that most doctor's offices these days have that patient portal on their website where you can, you know, go in and check all of your appointments, your diagnoses, your test results, your bills, all that stuff. Uh, but still, in addition to that, keep track separately of um, symptoms, medication side effects, any questions you have for upcoming appointments. And, you know, for those of you who are like super healthy, um, this may not be as big of a deal, but for people who have multiple chronic conditions and speak from experience, uh, this is very important. You know, I, I do this and I keep, and don't, don't feel like you're being a a hypochondriac or, uh, unless you are, um, (laughs) and then I can't help it. Then you are one. But no, seriously, if you, if you have a chronic, a chronic condition or multiple, it's really important that you kind of make note of like new symptoms, um, big changes, you know, environmental things that may have made, made a a difference in the way you feel um, side effects of medications, all of that. There are plenty of apps out there to do this. uh, Or you can just use a calendar or a notebook. I use my calendar and um, just jot down, stuff and i also jot down vicky's stuff too because she does i was gonna say if i was single i would struggle with that yeah <laughs> uh, and then, i'm not yeah and then the last thing is check your bills uh doctor's yeah. offices are notorious for making mistakes oh yeah yeah definitely yeah so just just check your bills all right I think that does it for our main topic. Hopefully this has given you some tips for advocating uh being an advocate for your own health. Mm-hmm are we ready to move into the recipe of the week? Sure. So this one, uh, is, was recommended or suggested by gadget Trish. What up gadget? (laughs) In the peas and carrots group. Uh, You're not going to say it. What up peas and carrots? (laughs) (laughs) It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be an episode of vegetarian Zen without Vicky's what up peas and carrots. Uh, all right. So the, she suggested, no bake vegan cheesecake jars. Okay, I've always wanted to try one of these jar desserts. Mm-hmm. We we have not done them. No, we'll have to try it. Yeah, it's uh, it's on a website called Lazy Cat Kitchen. <laughs> so yeah, we'll have to do that and see how they turn out. Cool. All right, all right. Let's move into the quote of the week. The quote this week comes from Hippocrates, who said, "Whenever a doctor cannot do good, he must be kept from doing harm." Ooh, that's good, isn't it? Yeah. That kind of seems okay. So that seems like if there was a horror movie on some deranged doctor, that that would be the quote that came up before the movie started, right? Like Doctor Giggles, <laughs> yeah. the the crazy dentist. That's right. He was a crazy dentist, psychotic uh, dentist. <laughs> All right. So, uh, product. 
Let's talk about a product. Okay. The product this week is the Nesco Snackmaster Pro Food Dehydrator. Yes. And the reason, uh, I didn't just pull that out of the air. <laughs> uh, someone actually in the Peas and Carrots group uh, also uh, just recently posted that they bought a dehydrator and they were talking about using it. And that just got me thinking about the one that I have. And while I don't use it all the time, I do use it. Uh, I've used it for drying fruit slices, for making fruit leather uh, with, you know, a few fruit puree. And that's good when you go to the farmer's market and you can get like a whole bunch of fruit and then you just puree it and then put it on the, the drying trays and dry it. And it's yummy. You don't really care for it, but it's yummy. I'm not a fan of the dried fruit. No. Yeah. Too bad. More for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I have also used it for drying herbs um, that I've actually grown that haven't died. And uh, so, yeah. All right. Let's move into the question of the week. The question this week is, do you advocate for your own health when you visit with your doctor? Is this an issue for you? If so, what do you struggle with? Yada, yada. <laughs> Did you just yada, yada healthcare? You can leave Congress your... is yada, yadaing healthcare, but that's a whole different Right. <laughs> you can leave your comment on the show notes at vegetarianzen.com forward slash 205, or you can go out to Facebook on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash vegetarianzen, and leave a comment there on the appropriate post or you can join the peas and carrots what up guys go out to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen where you will be presented with a request to join larissa will do a quick fbi style background check (laughs) (laughs) Uh, she'll just do a check of your profile to make sure it's legit and you just didn't join facebook comey on you (laughs) you didn't just join facebook five minutes ago and now have 30 ads for Ray-Bans on your post, right. <laughs> on your profile. Uh, she's going to check out that uh, you are legit and that then she will, you will enter the land of the peas and carrots. <laughs> All right. Uh, again, I'd really want to do a, a special shout out to our golden apple round table folks at our Patreon campaign. They are at patreon.com forward slash vegetarian Zen. You will see our campaign and, levels from level one $1 a month to $50 a month with some swag that go that goes with some different levels there Uh, you can contribute to us to help keep the lights on at vegetarian zen if you are not into the monthly donation uh, model you can go out to vegetarianzen.com and you will find a what does that button say does it say donate it no it, it doesn't Tip say jar. donut it, donut <laughs> it doesn't say donut either uh i think it says buy us a juice it's it's a yeah. paypal button but um paypal regulations say that i can't put donate on it because it's we're not a four a five ah, one okay. c three or but it's a, look at it as a tip but jar it's, it's, it's a tip jar that you can buy us a juice or uh, uh juice while we are recording this lovely podcast yep All right, I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.